brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. We've spent over 10 years on air shaping a generation of action motorsports, and now we're changing the game again. The best motorsports, the best action sports, and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in. I am Jim Beaver, and this is the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Grab the popcorn. Welcome to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. It is a weird mood Friday here because, uh, I don't know, it's just been a weird week, a weird month, a weird year, a weird couple years dating back to the start of 2020. But, uh, yeah, the good news is we've got an amazing guest coming up after this very first break, my good friend Paul Thacker, you know, one of the snowmobile legends, former world record holder, Dude who absolutely sends it, and uh, I love being able to catch up with Paul Thacker. Uh, This guy is just insane, and what he's done, I don't want to say post-career because he's still very much in his career, but what he's doing um, is just amazing. For veterans, the way he reinvents himself, man, I'm looking forward to having him on the show, diving into uh, what Mr. Paul Thacker has been up to the past couple years. Uh, This whole thing started out as a, a Twitter post. And then he and I started, uh, I text him immediately. And then all of a sudden, a day later, he's on SiriusXM with us. And uh, you guys are the beneficiaries of that. So, uh, yes, got Paul Thacker. Also got uh, Brittany and I going to be talking about a ton of uh, current headlines and, I don't know, just talking points, man. We got a lot to talk about in the second hour, break things down. We got any questions, guest suggestions. We would love your feedback on the show, whether you're liking the show, hating the show. Man, hit us up at Jim Beaver 15 at B Cardone 15 on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, would love to hear from you. DMs, tags, whatever it works for you guys, but uh, I'm pretty sure we will probably see it. And also want to give a big shout out to all of our Apple podcast listeners. Man, we have uh, been killing it on Apple podcast lately, and it's all because of you guys. If you haven't already, please go over there and subscribe to the show. Leave a rating. Man, really appreciate those of you who have done that. Continue to support us wherever you're listening to the show. But, uh, man, Crandon next week. But this week, Paul Thacker, a bunch of current events, all of that coming at you right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We'll be back right after this. 
General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud train tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AM FM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We are, uh, man, what do we got? My good friend Paul Thacker, who uh, conveniently enough, ha- we probably, Paul, haven't talked in a couple of years. And I, I posted something about... Um, Joe Biden and the whole new uh, government bailout of student loans. And I was, I immediately just texted you. I was like, PT, what the hell's going on, buddy? Yeah. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, we, we agree on that. I, I was fortunate enough to be able to pay off my student loans, but now I'm, I'm lucky enough to help other people pay theirs off too, apparently. So we got that going for us today. Yeah, dude, you are all about charity. I love you, PT. I mean, you always thinking of others, buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a great way of looking at it, actually. It makes me a little less angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, I mean, it, 
I get it. Like people need help, but so do I. So I guess that's just the way the world we live in at the moment, guys. Yeah, I laugh because uh, I'm going to go back to college. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, was... might as well at this point. There was a point in my college career that I just I was an athlete and I had so much fun. I just wanted to keep going forever. I think maybe that would have been a good choice. I wouldn't have to pay back any loans. Yeah, I laugh because uh, uh, um, girl that I know, Esther, she's a model. She does some stuff for bikemen. She has posted up uh, <laughs> last night. I saw it on her stories, and it says. Uh, my my snowmobile my snowmobile payment associates as being a student loan or something like that. I was like, yeah, I, one point. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. My I I posted something similar. Saw something similar that my mortgage now identifies as a student loan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. We we got a lot of student loans, Britt. We we need paid off. I think at this point, right? <laughs> exactly. Like I said, I'm quote unquote going back to school. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, Paul, I, I, it was funny because I, I do my research. We got a lot to talk about, catch up on. I'm kind of stoked you and Brittany will be on here for the first time together. But I, I immediately punched in into uh, you probably didn't realize that you hold a record that you didn't know you realized. Um, but there, there's a Paul Thacker that owns the record for creating the largest custard cream biscuit. It took him 11 and a half hours. And this thing was 59 centimeters long, which I'm assuming is about six feet long or three feet long uh, by 39 centimeters. So I, he lives in the UK, but we're just going to say it's you, but you created the largest custard cream biscuit and you hold the world record. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, on the down low baker, but yeah, I, I, you should have known that right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, what? no, I had, I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know what you guys bake up there in Alaska, dude. It's not custard cream. <laughs> yeah. True uh, Yeah. It's, it takes about two hours to kick in, not at 11 and a half. So. Um. Well, that's what he does during winter when it's dark for three months at a time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyways, we're, we're so off on the wrong track to start this interview, by the way. Uh, I wouldn't expect any less. Yeah, right. Uh, so I do have to ask about the RC car thing, and it's funny because Britt can actually chime in on this because the company her and her dad sold started out as an RC car po- RC car component company. But dude, so you're way deep into RC cars now. This when did this happen? Well, so <laughs> well, I I, uh, I I raced as a kid, like not you know, I mean, as, at the highest level you could do it in Alaska. And, you know, I, you know, obviously with athletics and, and riding and stuff, I, that kind of went away. And, you know, as, as the body ages and you can't, I mean, it, it beating the crap out of myself on a snowmobile just doesn't, I, it doesn't quite feel the same as it did a decade ago. So I've, you know, obviously I do a lot of stuff with the charity that keeps me pretty busy and I just don't, you know, care to, to, pound my body any more than it already has for the last 25 years so i've kind of gotten back into it um beginning of this year and it just has kind of taken off and the the similarities between my early stage sled career and the rc stuff is eerily similar as far as like falling in love with it and having a little enough talent to be dangerous 
and kind of just going all in and people are taking notice and starting to get sponsors and all kinds of stuff going on. It's pretty wild. Believe it or not, I mean, the RC industry is enormous. It's considerably larger than the snowmobile industry. And um, all ages from basically you can walk till you're, you know, ready to, to, you know, pass on to the next life. You've got guys racing on the driver's stand together. So um, there's really no age limit or uh, at either end of the spectrum. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And I tell you what, it is, it gets the competitive juices flowing and it hurts a whole hell of a lot less when you eat. <laughs> uh, well, and that's, what's funny. Cause there's certain things like I, I compare almost RC at this point to, uh, to a lot of the sim racing stuff. There's a lot of guys that have kind of retired from driving race cars and stuff, but they've got into like I racing and all the sim racing stuff. Cause it's the same thing. They're like, get some competitive juices flowing, but it's not as abusive on the body and it's darn, you know, nowhere near as expensive to competitively sim race, you know? So it's just funny. I feel like guys that reach a certain age and I don't want to age us out PT, but it's like guys start looking at these other outlets. Like I still love snowmobiling. I still love racing cars, but if there's a way to like, you know, scratch that itch, but not quite, be as abusive on the body like i'm all in yeah no 100 percent. It, it kind of like i i you know i enjoyed it and i was able to do it as a kid i mean the last time i raced cars on dirt was 1989 at the alaska state fair so it's been a while <laughs> um and it it uh but i mean it, it's it's um uh, guys make I mean, obviously, it's it's no different than any motorsports industry. It's a tiny percentage of people that end up doing it for a living. Um, as someone who has done that and been there and have you know 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 the process, know how to get it done, how to make it a reality, you know, I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, I my eyes are still good, my reaction's still good. I I just you know don't care for the uh, the physical side of things and how bad it beats me up, especially now because I. I can't actually stand up that makes it a tad more difficult so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i've got a, a slate of races national style races to, to tackle next season and have been in talks with i mean i have a handful of companies that have already gotten bored on a you know an entry level sponsorship which is how it works and um with with you know chats with more and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna uh you know go down south and see you know, if we can, uh, if we can mess around and who knows, maybe I'll, I'll, uh, slide right into a third or fourth career. I don't even know which one I'm on at this point, but either way, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, I'm fully addicted. And as far as cheap, it's not that I'm not sure which is more expensive RC or, or real snowmobiling, but it's, uh, that's what I was laughing when you said it was a lot cheaper. I'm like, it depends what level. (laughs) Well, Britt's got in the basement. She's got like, because uh, they owned a HCR that turned into the UTV suspension company, but it started out as making like billet RC parts and things like that. And I laugh because down the basement, she's got she's got all these like basically cover model RC vehicles and stuff. And I'm like, I, Britt, what did those things cost to build back in the day? I mean, you guys had to have been five, six grand deep into those things. Yeah, that's how the yeah the uh how oh, I can't even think of what it is. the theme cars the theme trucks we had. So that was back all the Emax Emax days, the low seas. Uh, I think the biggest one they had was like an eight scale, and it had a moped motor in it, some Baja something. But yeah, we've got all oh, those yeah. old custom hand painted bodies, which is crazy because I was looking at some of your RC cars, 
And what I tripped out on the most is all the different bodies that you have and that's available now. And I think with uh, just things kind of changing and being more easily accessible, there's so many different options between the rock crawlers. I mean, you've got a muscle car. Like, that's rad. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, so, there, there's so many different classes, and you've got off-road. You know, we do, we do off-road in the summertime, and then, uh, you know, obviously our summer season is fairly short, so we're, we're kind of winding that, that down now. We'll race a couple more weeks till it starts. The problem is we run out of daylight, so we can't really, you know, we race till 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and it's starting to get dark, and that sunset's at, like, 9, 30. So um, we, we go back inside, and we race touring cars, four-wheel drive on-road, on the carpet and we do that till spring and then we switch gears again. And there's, I mean, basically if you can dream it up or you have any type of car that you enjoy in real life, they have an RC for it. All right. We definitely have a whole lot more to come with Paul Thacker, but we'll be back after this short commercial break right here on the general tire Jim Beaver show with Brittany Cardone. When it's time to replace the tires on your vehicle, General Tire delivers the tires you need for both your next big adventure and your daily commute. Whether you need all-season traction, lasting tread wear, or a quiet drive, General Tires are designed to deliver whatever life brings your way. From all-season ultra-high-performance tires for passenger cars and crossovers to extreme all-season mud terrain and tires for light trucks and SUVs, General Tire delivers great performance. To find your ideal tire, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. we got uh, Paul Thacker hanging out. You know, P.T.? You know what I love about your your Instagram, and I, I I start laughing. I'm like, you look at mine, you look at Britt's. Like, it, it's like it's this time camp. So I'm like, you go back to Paul Thacker ten years ago, and I I actually don't even want to bring up what we would probably be finding on your Instagram, Paul. Um, but I <laughs> but I look at yours now, and I'm like, we've got fishing RC cars, and you're married, dude. You're married, and I'm like, you two year anniversary, congrats, buddy. But I'm like, I look at that, and I'm like, man, Paul Thacker's Instagram has drastically changed than it was say a decade ago even six seven years ago dude. yeah no that's that's true i mean it and i always kind of you know I've, I've been privy to the social media stuff and been under the microscope for a long time so it's always been fairly pc but um it is definitely different content now you know a lot less x games parties and monster girl models and all, you know all that stuff now and I'm uh, married. I got dogs, a house payment. Well, I've had a house payment for a long time, but a new house payment. And, um, yeah, ho- hobbies slash career path, I guess, or career choices, I guess. So, yeah, a little bit's changed since since you and I first met, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because Brittany and I talk about this all the time, and it's like, 
you in this industry and whatever it is but you know we like saying we have no job jobs and you know we're fun employed and and like i i truly mean that but it's like you have to adapt you have to every couple years things change you have to be able to shift and i i look at your career path you know and dude i mean you know and obviously you had a big shift you know what i mean that was you know no 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 fault of your own after the accident but you've always been able to adapt and shift and somehow carve out a niche for yourself in the industry, you know, and it's, it's not an easy thing to do what you've been able to do. Yeah, no, I mean, people, people ask me, you know, what, how are things going? What are you doing? And I always say, I'm, I'm just trying to make a living without getting a real job, Yeah. which is, you know, I don't, I've, I've done a nine to five gig and I, you know, I've been doing it since the early 2000s. So I must have figured something else, but no, you're a hundred percent right. I've, I've reinvented myself just in that span several times. And I, I, I blame my father for that because he's been a pilot his whole life, but he's been a truck driver. He's been a ranch owner. He wanted to be an astronaut. And I mean, he's, he retired two years ago and now he came out of retirement so he could fly his favorite airplane on floats this summer for a lodge, you know, out in South central Alaska. So he's similar scenario. He kind of, you know, always trying to find a way to, to stay relevant and keep doing the things he loves. And that's no different. You have to be able to adapt and, and, um, you know, be willing to change and try new things. And otherwise you just sit at a desk until you die. Yeah. yeah. Which we end up working harder, right? To, to not have jobs, we work twice as hard. Oh, a hundred percent. Like people always see the, the finished product. They see the, you know, the cool wrap sleds and the cool painted bodies on RC cars and the, the bus and the things that we, you know, you, the end result, but there's like, there's no time off. No. Like you, you pretty much are going all the time and it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like owning your own business, but the business is you. So yeah, there's no, there's no real vacation time. I mean, even when you're out doing things, you know, for fun or with your family, you're, what you would constitute most normal people would constitute a vacation you're still at work still responding to emails and planning and all the things that go along with continuing to not have a real job <laughs> yeah well it's funny i i was saying this is like a month or so back i was telling Brittany, i was like we need to take a vacation i'm like not work related not anything we need to take a vacation and she goes she goes, you do realize we can find something work-related in any vacation ever. It doesn't matter where it's at. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 100% true. You never, you never, there's no off. No. I guess maybe when you're sleeping. But even then, I usually fall asleep thinking about no. things I need to be Lies. doing. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. So here's a question for you, dude. Like, obviously, you've had a ton of opportunities, you know what I mean, to, down here in the States. And I know you've spent a lot of time, you know, in the winters, especially in the past, especially down here in the States. But you've always stayed back in Alaska, you know, and you'd always called that home, you know, and you've had plenty of opportunities over the years, I know, to move here. I think, what, your family still got a condo in Vegas, or you did last time I, I knew. Um, but, I mean, you've always chose to go back home to Alaska, man. I mean, it's got to be – I've been up there. Brittany has, and I told her i got to drag you to Alaska at some point. But I just look at, like, the fishing and everything else. I mean, Alaska is always going to be home for you, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, – logistically, for basically everything that I've done for the last – for the majority of my life, Alaska is about the worst place to do it <laughs> as far as making a living. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the it's – if you if you enjoy any type of outdoor activities, albeit winter, summer, spring, fall, um, there just isn't a better place that I've ever been, and I've been all over the world. So, yeah, it's home. I mean, the 
the uh, the people are great. The schools are great. The you know they're just the state in general is really a it's a cool place to live. And yeah, I I, I couldn't see myself living anywhere else um, permanently. Will there be a time when you know the winters might get a little long and you need a little warmer weather? Yeah, maybe down the road, but. Um, I, I don't see my, my wife loves it here. She was born and raised here as well. And she loves the dark and cold and winter and rain and all the things that I don't like. So dragging her out of Alaska is going to be damn near impossible. So, um, not that we have any desire to, it's, it's, uh, it really is a unique place and it's, it's kind of separate and its own little Island from the rest of the country and even the world. And I kind of like it that way. It's uh, it's a cool spot. If you if you've never been, you need to put it at the top of your bucket list. It's awesome. The, the only the only caveat to that is you you may not. Or I should say a lot of people come here on vacation and never leave. Yeah, happens all the time. I had an uncle that was in the Coast Guard. Same thing happened. He was in the Coast Guard. They stationed him up there in uh, in Alaska, and he literally got you know when his turn you know his deal was done with the Coast Guard. Um, he just never lived. Left. He stayed in Valdez the rest of his life till he died. Like literally, just fell in love with Alaska. It's a it's a great place, especially. I mean, I, you know, I love I love uh, you know winter sports. Obviously, you know, riding sleds and and I'm an avid avid trout chaser. I wouldn't even say fly fisherman at this point because I basically only fish for the. I love the science behind fishing for trout and you know it's. Uh, there is not a, and again, I've been to Argentina, I've been to New Zealand, I've been to lots of places trout fishing, and it's amazing. But you're hard pressed to find anywhere better than Alaska. So how often, uh, how often are you on the sled in the wintertime still? Uh, and do you still have the motorhome that you bring down here, where you've got a place like, or are you pretty much just in Alaska now? And how often are you still still on the sled? Oh no, I I still uh, I still ride quite a bit. You know, it depends. I didn't put on a ton of miles this last season because this, you know, we because of the supply chain and COVID stuff. The sleds we got our sleds pretty late, but I still put you know thousand miles on a couple sleds. Um, yeah, I still have the bus. In fact, I'm kind of in limbo. I'm not sure. I don't use it as much as I used to because obviously we don't have you know things like X Games, and I'm not doing as many off events. But I still, we we do, uh, I do the warrior ride stuff with the veterans. I do uh, five snowmobile events. I do one in Alaska and four in Colorado. So I travel for all those. Um, ride quite a bit for that for that stuff. Um, as far as the the motorhome goes, I'm debating on whether it. The pipe dream right now is I might be turning it into the the bus and trailer into a an RC headquarters for traveling this next year. So we'll see if that's what happens there. But um, no, I still ride quite a bit. Um, I, I ride the least place I ride is Alaska because I just am in the wintertime. I'm just not here as much as I'm doing other things out of state. So, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, that hasn't really changed all that much besides the, the training and X game stuff. I still ride about the same amount. Yeah, you still uh, still doing any kind of TV here and there? Uh, obviously, I know COVID kind of derailed a whole lot, but I, I haven't lately because there just hasn't really been anything for us. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I, I imagine that stuff. You know how it the the motorsports and action sports industries kind of waxes and wanes, highs and lows, and 
Um, you know, I, I kind of feel we're, we're in a wall at the moment. And as things, you know, people start, the, the one, the hanger honors are, will start finally getting back to normal. And, you know, I think we'll probably see an uptick in that stuff in events. And hopefully that, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still around and I, I haven't lost the edge. I still can speak complete sentences most of the time. So <laughs> maybe we can get back to it. Well, I, I, that's better than us. Yeah, that's better than us. <laughs> I do. I do have to give Paul uh, a big thank you because Paul gave me my, la- my very first TV opportunity and it was by accident because he was doing the Terracross television stuff over there in uh, Studio City. And you had a conflict or you were sick or something. And I got a call from Joe Duncan saying, hey, Paul can't do the Terracross TV. And he goes, I want you to do it. I'm like, great. I'm like, when do you want me, Joe? And he goes, can you be in Studio City tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.? And I'm like, what? Tomorrow morning. <laughs> and I was like, well, thanks for the notice, Joe. It's like 7 o'clock, you know what I mean, here in Arizona. And literally I was uh, – in the car at like 2 a.m. driving over to Studio City. But, um, yeah, and I've done a ton of TV ever since then. But I, I kind of owe my TV career to you, Paul, because you had a conflict for one episode. So um, right. you were my door open, buddy. Well, yeah, glad, glad I could help with that. Yeah. So now you're doing TV and I'm not, but that's how that works usually. <laughs> I'm not doing a ton of TV yet, but anymore. <laughs> kind of the same reasons. But we're going to have to take a uh, short commercial break. We come back. We're definitely going to have more with, uh, with the legend, Paul Thacker. Uh, before we cut to break, though, want to uh, remind you guys that uh, if you're looking to uh, get involved in some sim racing, talked a little bit about that earlier in the show, but uh, head over to iRacing. And, uh, man, uh, check them out. You can get 50% off memberships right now. Uh, check them out, iRacing.com. Get into sim racing. Get in some leagues. You can go and race Crandon, Bark River, some of the legendary off-road tracks, rallycross tracks, just about anything you want. It's right there at iRacing. So, yes, lots of fun over there. We're going to take a short commercial break. Back with more with Paul Thacker right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Sidney Cardone. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Got our good friend Paul Thacker on the show. Paul, before the break, you kind of mentioned action sports, and uh, you know I definitely think it's it's in a lull. Uh, you've been around the industry long enough. Brittany and I have talked about this. Like X Games is, you know, I don't think anybody knows what's going on with X Games at this point. I think even X Games doesn't know what's going on with X Games. But um, I feel like, it, yeah, we're definitely in a lull, man. I mean, it, and that makes it tough as an athlete and things like that to ride these waves. You know, you've always got the three or four guys that are up on the peak and they'll always have sponsorship. But, you know, the guys that are competing for sixth, seventh, eighth place, times like this make it really, really tough for them to make ends meet, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, um, you know, the, the year, the, uh, the times of making, you know, half a million dollars from your sponsors on top of shows and stuff like that, those seem to be, uh, far gone. You still will, you know, you've got, uh, the, you know, the Twitches and the Deegans and stuff like that. Those guys are icons that will always be ingrained in action sports, but the up and comers, it's, it's gotta be tough at the moment because there just isn't, um, the amount of, events and demos and especially for snowmobile that's pretty much there's hardly anything that goes on you know kind of feel like our days were numbered i've said this for a long time our days were numbered in games because of uh you know what we had it mobile and you know it was never super popular in the town itself even though the ratings were always really good i i feel like you know covid was a was an, an avenue for them to to kind of let snowmobiling go and i don't i don't see an avenue back for us at x games unless they you know something drastic changes in the near future but yeah i mean there's hardly any like there's i mean you know keith sayers does his monster demos and and there's one or two sled guys that might come out and i think willie elam does sled and bike so you know he's pretty much he's pretty much the only guy that i know that that's has 
consistent work in the freestyle snowmobile world at the moment. So, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, and, and, and it's cool. I mean, and Eddie and, you know, people still really think it's, it, it just, there isn't any platform for it at the moment, apparently. Yeah. You think it's going to take some like an independent or something coming in? I mean, TV time can be bought pretty cheap. Um, do you think it, it's going to take an independent coming in and be like, Hey, we want to have one big weekend somewhere and, and film this for TV and just have this basically the pinnacle of snowmobiles, you know, snowmobile freestyle or whatever racing, you know, every single year and, and have something happen. I mean, do you think that's what's going to take somebody with a big bankroll putting on a big independent event? Yeah. I mean, you, you see, I've seen, you know, nitro circus did or has done with, you know, their big events. That's been extremely popular and um hang on just a second hey go inside you guys are too loud dogs are wrestling oh yeah My, um, milo and misha haven't chimed in yet so you're good oh <laughs> no trust me they're both staring at me i've had to like smack them two or three times i've just been waiting so uh, i'm glad you're doing it first <laughs> um no, but I, you know how Nitro Circus has has put their big events together. I would say they're probably a a good bet to maybe put off put on some one off, you know, larger snowmobile events. But yeah, I think it will take something outside of you know ESPN and X Games, uh, an independent company or separate from from that entity to make something happen. I'd love to see it. I, I think I think it would uh, it would be well received. But we'll see. Only takes money, right? Yeah, only takes money, which is tougher and tougher to find right now. All right, so we're going to put you yeah. on the spot here, Paul. You, you and I have talked about your career in the past, stuff like that, but you, I, I look at your career, and, I mean, you know, between world records, X Games medals, dude, you, you've accomplished a lot. So here's a question. What are, what are two or three things that you stand out, that stand out in your career you're most proud of? Because, I mean, we could go down the list of accolades and things like that. It would take, you know what I mean, half a day, you know. So what, what are some of the standout moments you, like, in reflection go, man, that was that was pretty big now in retrospect? Oh, boy. Um, well, I, I've had a – that's, that's not a super easy question to answer, but I'll do my best. Um, I, I've, I've ha- always been an extremely goal-oriented, competitive person since I was a little kid and each time I have, uh, I've, you know, taken on a task and set a goal and fallen in love with something. I've always, you know, set a what I would consider attainable. A lot of people might not. Um, for instance, I, I started playing hockey when I was 16, which is extremely late. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be a professional hockey player. Well, I'm going to get paid to play hockey. That's what I said. Anyway, I ended up, you know, going to play juniors, I played college hockey and then I, you know, had a brief stint playing some, some in the minors. So I, I, I attained my goal. I should have shot a little higher and said I was going to be NHL hockey player, but anyway, hindsight. Um, and then I started riding sleds and I'm like, you know what? I can make a living doing this, but I really want to win an X games now. So, and people are like, you're never going to make a living. You're never going to win an X games now. Anyway, I did both of those things. And then, and, 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 you know, then now it's the RC thing. I'm like, I'm, I want to be a professional RC car racer. Like I was when I was 12 years old. So we'll see how that one works out. But as far as the, the things that really stand out, I would say, um, you know, the, the world record distance jumps were, that was, that was a pretty cool thing. And, and, um, and it was, 
you know, to be compared to the likes of, uh, you know, like Trigger Gum and Robbie Madison and Ryan Capes and Evil Knievel at the time, that was, that was a big deal to me. And it still is. And, you know, we did it with, you know, there was no real testing except jumping and there was no, you know, aerodynamics. There was no big budget. We just put it together and did it kind of old school backcountry style. And that was, uh, that was a pretty, that one will, will, uh, you know, every time I, I sit down and really think about it, that was a pretty impressive accomplishment in my mind. Um, I, I would say that the, probably the next would be the, um, when I started the foundation, that's kind of, when I first started the foundation, it was basically to assist in my recovery and it quickly morphed into doing stuff for veterans and have been doing that since 2012 started out doing one major event a year. And now I do closer to 20. Um, and the goal was to have one event a month and to see the, the individuals that we have come on these snowmobile events and I get to take fishing, especially the snowmobile events because it's a, it's a weekend retreat and to have some of these guys, uh, you know, take you aside after they get to come back for a second time and basically confide in the fact that the only reason they're still on this earth is because of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whew is because of these events that's 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 a powerful thing yeah and i i've been around just on the fringes when you've had some of these veterans and things like that and it's what you're doing man it's it's a big thing i mean you're you're giving these guys a new lease on life and you can see when they come in and how you know they're very reserved and kind of you know down and then you know you can tell by the end of the event where you see the lights come back on and the glow back in these guys and, you know, and it's stuff that had been taken away and it's back and it's dude. I mean, I, you know, and I, I'm definitely glad we're able to talk about your veteran work. Cause I mean, it, it's, it really is amazing what you're doing and, and for a lot of these people coming back and it's, it's awesome, Paul, man. And I'm, I'm stoked you're continuing to do it. I know, you know, at times funding's been tough to get it, to get this thing to happen, but I'm so happy that you're able to do what you're doing, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I've, I've been pretty fortunate on the, you know, the funding side of it because basically the, my flood sponsors that have stuck with me, you know, pretty much from the beginning are all the major contributors, you know, especially Monster Energy, you know, Polaris helps out, Straight Line Performance helps out, uh, Fly Racing helps out, you know, those are, that makes it easier for me, you know, and it's, it's small. We're not raising millions of dollars. We're raising a small amount of money. And I, like, I, I just got back from Colorado weekend before last where I had a group of eight vets come in and we did a day of side by side. And then I gave everybody fly rods. We went down to the, the pond. I did a crash course and fly fishing. And then we did a float trip the next day and it was awesome. We had a blast. And, um, you know, it's just a, it, it's, it's just an activity, you know, putting like-minded individuals together and building peer groups. It's, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel. It's just letting folks know that there's things out there they can do to help reset mentally. And, and there's people that give about you and to, you know, have folks you can lean on in good times or bad. It's, it's been a, it's been a pretty incredible journey and it's, 
yeah, I mean, it, it, it's as rewarding for me too. Like it's a, it's a twofold deal. Like there's plenty of times where I'm like, Jesus, I hurt. My body hurts. I don't want to get out of bed. And I'm like, yeah, but if I don't get out of bed, then, you know, how am I going to motivate other people to do the same thing? So it's, um, it's kind of a circular type scenario. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I guess another question here. I was just funny. I, I, you know, you and I haven't talked in, it's probably been a couple of years, you know? And, uh, I, I was just looking, I was like, man, I was just, I start looking at influence in snow, in the, in the snow market, you know what I mean? And things like that. And who accomplished certain things. And I started going, all right. So PT, if you got your Mount Rushmore of snow, who, who are you going to have on there? Cause I mean, I, I've got, you know, Blair Morgan, Tucker Hibbert, Levi, yourself, I mean, I would even throw Chris Baran in the conversation for some of the stuff he's done backcountry-wise. Like, you know, who do you got, you know, that have, have definitely, you know, would be on your Mount Rushmore snowmobile? Well, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would have to defi- divide it into, like, racers and non-racers. Um, because, yeah, definitely, you know, Blair was – so far ahead of his time Blair Mark Blair Morgan was like Ricky Carmichael on snow I mean he was just incredibly dominant and then Tucker was kind of like James Stewart came a little bit later was a little flashier equally as dominant um you know Barant was kind of set the bar for snowmobile freestyle before it was cool and you know what he's done as far as you know the business that he's put together because I I do an event with Barant every year and it's it, it's amazing the the business he's put together and the clientele he's established and his program is just absolute five star um and you know the he's he's an incredible rider and a pretty good dude like we've been friends for a long time and i try not to be friends with guys that are assholes. so uh, obviously he's just he's no more an asshole than i am i guess so um <laughs> no you're the same, a, le- you're, you're the same guy, level as that of- is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, Levi is, uh, you know, he would be on there. He's he's accomplished a lot in um, kind of across the board in all disciplines. And, you know, he's definitely, he, I mean, I would say currently he's probably the most popular snowmobile athlete, I would say. Yeah. Especially, you know, on the social media side of things. Um. You know, I mean, Heath Frisbee and Joe Parsons, those are guys that, you know, could just as easily be up there as well because, you know, no, Joe Parsons is the most decorated X Games athlete, not snowmobile athlete, athlete, period. That's incredible. And he's a snowmobile athlete. He's got more medals than anybody else ever at X Games. So um, at least he was. I don't know if he still currently is, but he was for a while. So, I mean, it's nuts. It's something like 17 medals. Ridiculous. So yeah, I mean there's and there there's I'm sure I'm forgetting and I'll probably get phone calls after they hear this, but you know, those are that's a those are pretty all impressive individuals in their own right. That all you know, I mean that you pretty much just listed the um, you know, myself excluded the the five guys that I know that have made a legitimate living writing phone. Yeah. 
and it, which isn't an easy thing to do. And that's, what's crazy. What, you know, the longevity yeah. of careers and things like that, you know, and same thing. Like, you know, you look at a guy like Levi or a guy like Barant, what they're doing now versus what they were doing when they started. It's drastically different, you know, but they've somehow been able to adapt and continue on, you know, and to me, that's the tip of the cap to anybody <laughs> like you or them that are staying in the industry and, and still figuring out a way, you know, it's not easy. And uh, we got to take a short commercial break and wrap up this hour. But if you want this entire full Paul Thacker interview and the extra bonus credit, uh, make sure and check out our Apple podcast RSS feed or check us out on the website, jimbeaver15.com. You can get this raw and uncut in its full entirety. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back right after this right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Britton Cardone. When it's time to replace the tires on your vehicle, General Tire delivers the tires you need for both your next big adventure and your daily commute. Whether you need all-season traction, lasting tread wear, or a quiet drive, General Tires are designed to deliver whatever life brings your way. From all-season ultra-high-performance tires for passenger cars and crossovers to extreme all-season mud terrain and tires for light trucks and SUVs, General Tire delivers great performance. To find your ideal tire, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Wrapping up hour number one. Just had uh, a good chunk of that hour dedicated to one of the legends, Paul Thacker, uh, one of the greatest guys to uh, – Put a leg over the top of a snowmobile, and, uh, you know, Paul just absolutely, what a badass, man. And he continues to uh, to reinvent himself, do great things for our veterans, and just a solid, solid human being. And, uh, man, sounds like one hell of a fisherman up there in Alaska, too. And uh, who knows, maybe a national champion RC racer in his future. But uh, if you miss that, definitely go and hit us up, Apple Podcasts, uh, and uh, check that out because uh, Paul Thacker never disappoints. Rock solid dude and uh, always fun to get his uh, input. Uh, so coming up in hour number two, I mean, Brittany and I, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, going to be talking uh, some X Games, uh, talk about uh, some of the events coming up. Uh, we got Crandon. Um, the auto industry, a lot of news around EV vehicles and, and sales and a bunch of other random stuff. I mean, price gouging, it's crazy. So I don't know, maybe we'll talk into say, talk into some of the consumer stuff going on, things like that. So, uh, if you want to hit us up, it is at Jim Beaver 15, at B Cardone 15 on Twitter, Instagram, also on Facebook. Uh, those messages over there probably don't get checked quite as much as the other two, but, uh, definitely hit us up and, uh, you know, let us know, uh, questions, anything you want to talk about on the show, guest suggestions, Love us, like us, hate us, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, and that being said, we will be at Crandon next week, and uh, we got some fun shows that we got lined up there at Crandon. So more on that to come. But anyways, we are going to uh, take a short commercial break. We'll come back. It's going to be hour number two, locked and loaded, right here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone.
General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, JB15 Group, and B Cardone 15 on the gram. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Hour number two is upon us. And uh, yes, we've got a lot to talk about in this hour. Like I said before the break, man, we got X Games to talk about. We got all kinds of shenanigans, some traveling. Um, we've got some auto industry news, EV vehicles, car sales, uh, who knows, maybe get into some Bronco talks, a full drive talk, uh, got some new KRXs, dirt bike, 112, we got all kinds of things to talk about uh, in Kawasaki world, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg, but like I said before, Crandon is upon us, it is coming up next week in the biggest, baddest off-road race on the planet, is invading Wisconsin, the small town of Crandon. And uh, obviously, if you're listening to the show, you know what the hell Crandon is. Uh, if you haven't been there, man, this place is crazy. You know, it's a small town of 3,000 people that blows up to like 65,000 rabid short course fans over Labor Day weekend uh, with racing upon racing upon racing upon racing upon racing. It's uh, pretty, uh, pretty amazing, really. Um, but, uh, you know, I will be there on site the entire time. Uh, we're actually going to be doing a show uh, from Keegan Kincaid's pit, his compound, Thursday. So if you're at Cranon, 530, 
uh, till about 637, we're going to have myself, Brittany, Keegan Kincaid, RJ Anderson, and who knows who else is going to stop by. We're going to be throwing down some radio from Keegan's pit. So uh, make sure, make your way to Keegan Thursday at Cranon, 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it is going to be a very, very fun show. And uh, if you're there, we will allow you to spit questions at uh, RJ and Keegan and uh, get your input on uh, what they got to say because uh, – um, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It is going to be low-key, chill out. We might have a couple of beers, maybe a little whiskey, and uh, really talk about things before uh, the weekend at Cranon gets started. So really looking forward to that show. That's what I like to do. I like storytelling. I love doing stuff on-site with people, and that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think what else, man. And then we got Sand Sports Show coming up. I know we're going to be doing a Q&A with Kawasaki, some of their uh, some of their ambassadors. Also going to be doing a live show from Pro Armor. Uh, so two shows going to be happening at Sand Sports Show. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot to come in regards to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. So uh, uh, very, very fun stuff, cool stuff, and uh, would love your feedback. And if you're at any of these events, love for you to come hang out. Also, Off-Road Expo. We'll be doing a show with General Tire. So that too. Man, lots to come. We're going to take a short break. Brittany and I are going to break down all kinds of news and rumors and all kinds of other stuff. We turn right here to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachran, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't 
to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. This is our number two. Thanks to all of you listening on Sirius XM, Channel 217, Sports Byline, the U.S. American Forces Network, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podcast One, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, all that good stuff. Thank you guys wherever you're tuning in. Uh, Brittany and I got a lot to talk about, but a couple of quick hits here. Uh, I had a proud moment earlier today. Went to go pick up the Raptor shocks, and the guy told me they were absolutely in horrible, horrible shape. And so <laughs> most people, that would be bad news. For me, it was like a proud guy moment because that means Brittany just absolutely killed these shocks, which, like, it's always nice to have a girl who just absolutely slays things. So high five, Britt. You slayed your Raptor shocks. Now they're good to go for another uh, – we probably should have them gone through once a year, I think, at this point, but – uh, they're going to go for another uh, to be safe. That's the funny part is, remember, oh, where, was it Hammers, I think? But we were sitting there, and I'm like, man, these shocks need to be serviced. I'm like, they, they're not doing anything anymore because I could feel it. I'm like, it's all spring. So <laughs> for you to tell me that, I'm not surprised in the least. I mean, we both know I drive it. Oh, absolutely. And it was just funny because he goes, yeah, he goes, I, he goes, I get them, and he goes, I could completely compress them um completely compress them with my hands and he goes oh these things got no nitrogen in them and then he goes i i go into him and he goes no they were filled with nitrogen he goes there was just no seals no nothing everything was just kind of floating around inside like it was (laughs) i mean and you and i know that because the last time i was in for a service i asked to get the nitrogen checked on him just in case anyways knowing that they needed to be serviced, but just trying to get them to last a little bit longer. Yeah, and that was so funny because I had it at the race shop, and I literally, the last time uh, I had the Raptor, I, I I did it myself, so I know they had nitrogen. And it was just funny because, yeah, they were they were pretty tired, but I'm actually really, really excited now for us to take it out. So I think – I think we got like a, at least a three peaks trip in our future or something like that because I just wanna I wanna rail it just to see how much better it is now. <laughs> to to bring it back to what it once was, exactly. Yeah, so yes, so that was good news. Also National Dog Day, so uh I, I feel like there's gotta be a Misha and Milo shout out in here somewhere. Uh, These dogs already get enough attention as it is. Oh, now we gotta give them their own day. Yeah. <laughs> it's always Misha and Milo dog day. Uh, right right yeah so uh oh 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 real quick though um so apparently they have doppelgangers there's three three sets i found out of misha mine there's three sets of doppelgangers of misha yes this is so there's a um what is it it's tina and harley i gotta look it up i'll send you something uh but somebody sent me a video and it was milo Looked like Milo, acted like Milo. He was talking because he was hungry. I'm like, oh, man, these are literally clones. I, I thought you and, and I were then, of the consensus that the world didn't need another Milo. We were just happy with the one. No, exactly. <laughs> and then I find out that they're clones. And I go and I click on the video, and it's not just him. 
they've got a peanut that's Amisha, same coloring, same attitude. They look and act exactly the same. It was enough. I messaged the person, and she goes, oh, my gosh, you totally do. She goes, there's actually three sets. There's another set in South Africa. Oh, how how crazy is that? It, I mean, like, same personality, same coloring. Like, to me, that, that that's wild. That's So wild. hers is technically a mini, and it's the same size. And then the boy, which is, would be the equivalent to Milo, is pretty much the same size as Milo. Like, it, it tripped me out the other night. I got to send you the picture. Yeah. She actually said she wants a side-by-side shot, so she can put up like a, a cameo of all three of them together on her page. That's I that this is wild. Now now I'm like wow. There's a conspiracy. This is this is weird. Well, the freaky part would be if they actually had the same names or something like that. Think thankfully that's not the case, but wow. I it, there's the dogs are so different. Like and I mean mm-hmm. that in a good way, but I'm like I never would have thought like even personality-wise everything else there would be matches. This is yeah, I I'm very this is kind of weird. This this dives into a whole other subject, you know? But it's like, I hope to God there's no other Jim and Britt doppelgangers out there somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you imagine if we met our students, though? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we'd probably hate our, our doppelgangers. We'd be like, man, you're weird. <laughs> I mean, you and I both know we're weird, but I don't I don't need to hang out with the other versions of us. I, I'm good with just us hanging out. <laughs> yeah, we'd either be best friends or we'd absolutely hate each other. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that being said, formalities, I, I will say, so our good friends at Kawasaki, um, our partners at Kawasaki, were nice enough to uh, give us a new KRX four-seater, uh, which Britt and I have spent a ton of time in there. If you follow us on social media or, you know, or even on the show, we've talked about it. Um, but they gave us a 250X and a 112. And uh, I got to mm. say, I have been fortunate enough. Britt's going to have to wait a couple days. But I've been fortunate enough to ride both bikes now. Completely in love with the 250X. Um, well, that was a given, though. Yeah. No, it, completely in love with it. Um, for, for the riding we do, I think it, just the torque, the power curve is perfect for for the speed and the stuff that we do. Um, I would love to ride a 450X just to see how much torque it is. I mean, I've been on plenty of 450s, but let's just talk about this 112 real quick. <laughs> I've talked about it for how long, and now you finally understand. Yeah, have you have you ridden one yet? Like, I mean, back, at any point, have you ridden a 112 yet? Well, I haven't ridden the 112, but the 112 is basically the KX100 revamp. And most people don't even know that the KX100 actually existed. But basically, it was a board-out 85 on an 85 frame with big wheels. So it was kind of the best way I used to explain it was it was a hybrid between a 125 and an 85 but it used to race 125 class and i had one up until i was probably 17 18 i ripped that thing it was so much fun just because it had a lower lower seat height but it still had the power it needed because it's two stroke it's just oh and i i loved that thing that was one of my favorite bikes uh it was just getting the bigger wheelbase for a lot of the desert riding we did uh but as far as like the back and forth, you know, I've been kind of searching for that ever since with the 125, the free ride. So when I was talking about trying to find a KX100 again, and Cowie tells us, oh, well, didn't you see the new 112? What? Hold on. So, yes, I've been obsessed with it ever since, but I have not actually gotten to get on one to 
see the difference. So I'm very excited. Yeah. So everything you said is correct and it's crazy because we've got we've got the 125 here and this thing and i've ridden that and this thing power wise is almost like the 125 but the packaging i don't understand how every adult does not have one of these because you see these people take the pit bikes and put the taller bars on there and everything else and i'm like why would they don't know they exist that's why but the power to weight ratio is just insane yeah, well, and that's it. Like, the size of it is fun for just ripping around, but the power, holy crap, how much power in that? It's like literally you're taking almost the power of a 125. It's got to be darn close. I'd love to see him dynode. Um, but Like I said, it reaches 125 class, so I think they're right there, to be honest. Yeah, this thing rips. I mean, you could ride wheelies up and down the street. Like, it is crazy how much power this little thing has, like – you, everything you said, I was just like, all right, this is what Britt wants. This is what we're going to get Britt. But I'm just saying, like, I get it now. Like, this thing, like, I immediately, I didn't have to ride it. I saw it, and I'm like, oh, this screams Brittany. And literally riding it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I hate to say, like, at some point, I think we almost need two of them. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to afford all this Brit, and I don't know where we're going to put it in the garage, but we, we almost need two of these. <laughs> yeah it's like i said it's fun but i mean we've got a pretty good mix of things right now so. yeah we've got if we get to the problem is i don't know at what point we're gonna ride it i feel like to me the the 250 for you is almost like the kx100 for me maybe my 125 yeah when it, you get on that versus the 100 for me i don't know it because is obviously you're like a, a normal tall person yeah well and i well the 252 the funny thing about it is is like it's got a lot of power, but it's obviously not 450 power. But the suspension is really soft on the 250X for, like, desert riding. It's not as stiff as a Supercross bike. And um, and it's a lot lighter than a 450. So I can go and literally throw that thing around. I hate to say I can ride a 250 like I can a pit bike, but I can kind of ride a 250 like I can a pit bike. It's it's the weirdest thing to, to – I don't know. I, I love the 250 because – it's not uncomfortable to ride it almost to its max, whereas a 450, if I ride a 450 to its max, I, you know what I mean? It's sketchy for me. I'm not that good. Well, at what point are you riding it versus it's driving you type deal? No, I, I get it. And there's places where you want the benefits and you want the power and you want the torque. But there's other times, like when you and I are just being technical single track through the canyons and you're in first and second gear most of the time, you really don't need it. Yeah. And that's that's kind of it. It's you know I don't know. It's I, I'm enjoying them. I can't wait. And literally we've had them two days. So Brittany hadn't ridden them yet. That that will get changed in the next couple of days. But uh, we got to take a short commercial break. We got a lot more to talk about right here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. 
With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. I've been talking about our new uh, Kawasaki collection, thanks to our partners at Kawasaki. Uh, but we got to move on. We got to talk about, I don't know, man, I, we got a list of stuff here to talk about, Britt. And uh, th- here's one that's kind of been, uh, I don't know if I want to go into the X Games talk yet or not. Um, let's talk about something else because we we're talking about bikes and UTVs and things like that. Um, what what's crazy so this is something and um there's i was a new news article and obviously my office in parker when i'm not in cedar is here at my dad's ford dealership there's one new car on the lot there's like five used cars on the lot it's crazy i've sent brett pictures she's like it's the nuttiest thing i've ever seen people drive by and think my dad's out of business which he's not it's just auto manufacturers can't produce enough cars and because of covid there's all this lingering and you hear about the chip issues stuff like that well all these car dealers have now started charging these overinflated prices I thought it was isolated the car industry. Going to your local motorcycle or UTV store, it's crazy. Like I saw some of these dealers, that, like there were certain bikes that had a $1,500 rebate or no, a $1,250 rebate. So these dealers are giving the $1,250 rebate and then they're doing an ADM, which means additional dealer markup of $1,500. So they're actually charging over MSRP for a bike and not giving you, not giving you the not giving you the rebate and i thought oh this is just one dealer doing shady stuff no literally like nine out of ten dealers are doing the same stuff utv same thing they're charging over msrp like that's been going on forever though it's the same hunt for cars these days when somebody is looking for one where they're just happy to pay msrp for it but the problem is is the msrp itself has just gotten out of control i mean i was looking at some of the new bike costs car costs all that so for a new dirt bike when we were shopping everything around, I mean, 10, 11, 12 grand. That's what I paid for my first Ford Ranger. <laughs> that's, that's what's wild. Well, it is funny. I, you talk about the new Ford Ranger. I mean, gosh, I remember when you could get a new Ranger, brand new Ranger, not even a used one, a brand new one for anywhere from 16 to 22 grand. Top of the line, super cab, whatever. Full wheel drive might be a couple grand more, but now that same Ranger is like 36, 37, 40 grand. You know, it's just. Prices have gone All right. nuts. Here's some prices because you and I had talked about this, so I had to look it up just for curiosity. This blows my mind. Uh, so I'm just going to give you pricing real quick on averaging and then go. So the new average price for a car off the lot, average, average, they go around $47,000. <laughs> That's oh. more than what most people make. Like, yeah. I mean, let's not talk California, New York, all that. But as far as the national average, I would be curious to see what that is versus the median income. So what's even crazier is not only so $47,000 average on somebody taking a car off the lot, but this goes on the whole pay-to-play thing. Loans, $40,000 loan is now an average. The average cost per month, $670. What my first mortgage was. Yeah, that's wild. That's But used. Use the average on a used loan is now twenty nine thousand dollars, oh. with a payment of five hundred and fifteen dollars a month. So I mean, they're paying almost what a new car is for used stuff right now. 
And I'm guessing that's probably because nobody can get new stuff. But that, to me, like, that's insane. Well, and I know, like, even notes now, like, you know, it used to be, like, five-year was a standard standard loan. And then they went to 72-month loans, which is a six-month or a six-year deal. And now you're starting to see 84 and 96-month car loans because cars are so expensive. And I'm like, but yeah, 96 why, like, months? What in the world? I couldn't imagine. Like, when I was in high school and college, I had a, a car payment. I couldn't imagine ha- going and just trying to buy something decent, reliable, and having a $500 a month payment. No, that's... Yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is you know, we can talk about inflation, we can talk about whatever, but that's not going to change. These car prices are just here to stay. They're, you know, they're, you know, obviously the MSRP over MSRP stuff, that's going to go away at some point, you know, and I think you're going to be able to buy a car at MSRP, but um, MSRP isn't going to go down. Um, you know, if anything, it's going to continue to creep up. So it's just weird. So there's oh, look, a- at, look at a base Super Duty, though. Like what a base Super <laughs> Duty was. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago versus now for the exact same thing. Basically. Well, I, I mean, ju- obviously for bells and whistles. Yeah. Well, I just laugh because our super that we have, um, I just, I just uh, ran a book sheet on it yesterday and it was cracking me up because Britt and I have a 2019 F250. This thing literally books for the exact same thing we bought it for in 2019. So I'm like, literally, this i'm like how does this book with i think we got right at thirty thousand miles on it i'm like how does this thing book for exactly what we paid for like two and a half years ago three years ago i'm like it's just crazy i'm like this is wild like who would have ever thought cars would be an investment because generally cars are the worst investment you could ever make um that's the problem something new off the lot i mean yeah i want that raptor r but Like, it's a 401k and a retirement and stocks and any sort of investment or a vehicle. There's no both anymore. Yeah. You, hold on. Do you want a house or do you want a car? Because we got to pick. We can put a camper shell on it. We can blow up Oh, oh no, no, no. Full circle. Shell. This just blew my mind. So what I paid for my first house is what the, the Raptor R base price is. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. It, this is a weird world. Uh, so and that was in 2013. Wow. And you know what's funny? Um, so obviously we've got our Bronco, but you've seen what um, Broncos are doing. You know, people are buying them. Dealers are, are you know, inflating the price, you know, wanting 10, 15 grand over MSRP. Um, people that are getting a good deal on them are turning them immediately and flipping them for profit. So if they've got a dealer that says, "Yeah, we'll sell it to you to MSRP," they're turning around a month later and selling it, flipping it, making fifteen grand. So I mean, we thought about it. Yes, <laughs> it was just too hard to get. Yeah, we just waited twenty-two months for ours, so we're like, "Yeah, we're not, we're, we're not doing that." But so Chevrolet, the Corvettes, they've got this deal. I, I was just reading a big article on the Corvette, and I actually I applaud Chevrolet. I'm not a Chevrolet fan, um, you know, but so Chevrolet. The Corvettes, these dealers were charging, um, I think it was $90,000 over window sticker for these Corvettes. And and people like started getting up in arms on the internet and everything else. And this dealer goes, no, 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 look, look at the average price and what's happening with Corvettes. And so people are buying these Corvettes. Some of them were getting them for window sticker, five grand over window sticker. And these people are immediately flipping them a month later and making $60,000, $70,000. 
So the dealer goes, we're taking it in the shorts. Meanwhile, the people we sell it to are making $70,000 a month later. And so the dealer was like, we're just basically selling it for what the consumer is selling it for a month later. So we're basically getting rid of the middleman. And so I guess all the consumers are like, no, that's unfair. Chevrolet finally got involved. So they made this thing, and I, and I don't know the exact wording on it, but it's somewhere along the lines of, okay, we're not going to allow dealers to mark up, you know, X amount of dollars. But in return, if you buy this car, you're not allowed to sell it for 12 months. If you sell your new Corvette within 12 months of purchasing it, it voids the warranty for, for eternity. So basically, you can buy a Corvette uh-huh. at MSRP, but if you don't hold on to it for a year, it completely loses its warranty for now until a eternity. contingency contract. I like it. So I was like, ah, I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this. So it forces people who buy one of these new kind of niche cars, whether it be a Ra- you know, Ford's not doing it, but a Raptor, Bronco, whatever, um, you got to hold on to it for a year. It loses its warranty. And I'm like, I'm, I'm good with that. So that way the dealer's not out money and the person who's buying it can't turn and flip for a massive profit. No, and if you're going to, you're planning on keeping it, you don't care. You're going to sign that. No problem. You don't have an issue with it because you plan on having that vehicle, I would hope, more than a year. Yeah. Uh, so, so I read that and I was like, high five Chevrolet. And I don't know the exact wording. There's all kinds of weird stipulations and fine print. So if you're listening to this, don't immediately run to your dealer and start yelling at people. Like there's fine print to it, but that's kind of the gist of it. But I was like, high five Chevrolet. Like I, I'm completely on board with this. Protects everybody. I was like, smart move. Like once in a while, the car industry does the right thing. I felt like that was the right thing. Yeah, I'd be curious how that affects, like uh, I know some business owners and stuff with city vehicles where they pretty much buy a new vehicle every year. So I wonder if they've got like a roll-in process or it's got a, a clause for that or not. Because that would be the only negative like. Yeah, and you know, and I, I guess what Chevrolet would say is, is don't buy a niche vehicle. Go and buy a regular vehicle. You know, don't go and buy. Oh, a- true. Yeah, it's a specialty which doesn't count as far as depreciation on the business. Yeah, yeah. So, never mind. I was thinking across the board. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just something interesting I saw pop up, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm actually kind of on board with this. I so. like it. So me too. I was just like, yeah, I, I get it. That's uh, like inflating toilet paper. See what happens? You get stuck with it. Oh, gosh. How many people? Yeah, you see those things where people were buying toilet paper and literally had garage fulls <laughs> during the pandemic and, you know, bottle water. And, yeah, that you'll end up going through, I guess. But it was just like and then they were like trying to fire sale price the toilet paper like, oh, yeah, you know, and I, I just laughed. I'm like, do not buy from those people. Make them just sit with their garage full of toilet paper from now until eternity. Well, I'm pretty sure most of those guys still have it now, which is great. But some people might be sitting with the Corvette now because they can't sell it. It's like trying to sell it without a pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be funny, like, if you got it and be like, yeah, you want to buy this Corvette, but it doesn't have a warranty. What? I'm buying a $100,000 car without a warranty? Yeah, it doesn't have a warranty. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, to me, it's weird. It's like buying something without a title almost. Like, I don't know. It's interesting concept. Anyways, we got to take a short commercial break. We come back. We got a whole lot more to go right here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, JB15 Group, and B Cardone 15 on the gram. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We've been talking a little bit of everything today. Cars, bikes, UTVs, the auto industry. Um, we got to get uh, into a little bit more talk. So we were talking about cars. I, wanna, I mentioned something about, uh, you know, we are talking cars. I want to jump into talking electric cars real quick, Britt. So there was something going on, and obviously, I can't say I'm a massive fan of electric cars, but... I do think they have their place to an extent, you know, and I think both, both you and I, you know, we, we own some Tesla stocks. So it's like one of those where I, I just feel like sometimes I think it's been pushed a little bit too quick, but so there's a couple, a couple news things. One, there's been this rash of fires around these electric charging stations. Um, so that's been kind of interesting where these electric charging station, when cars are literally plugged into the pump, they're igniting and starting causing a fire. Um, and, <laughs> And then I was looking at something that was floating around, um, and I looked into it, and it was true. And I knew these batteries cost a lot, and I, it's always been the joke, like if you have a hybrid because they have that battery pack, um, you need to get rid of the car before the, ba- the, the battery warranty, which is generally about 10 years, expires. Because if the battery warranty expires, you don't want to have to replace the battery because it's like 10, like 12 grand. 25 grand or yeah. something. Isn't yeah. It? So a Chevy Volt, there's this literally this uh, work order that's, that's uh, floating around. Chevy Volt, the battery went bad. This person had a RO at their Chevrolet dealership for $28,000 for a new battery. And I'm like, you can buy a new Tesla, the base model Tesla, for almost that, you know? Um, well, and that's why the resale gets so bad on them. It's yeah. exactly that reason. Because the closer they get to that battery going up, and it's pretty much a, a guaranteed thing after so long, you have to get that battery. Yeah, that's... That's what I've always said. If you want to buy an electric car, a hybrid, great. Just don't let the car battery warranty expire. Get rid of it beforehand. Um, but I don't know. It's crazy. And then you've got these batteries, and we can get into the whole landfill thing and you know, and, and everything else and how toxic they are. But I, I don't know. It's just it's interesting with these fires and you know and things like that. Like you know, I, It's funny because electric cars were being pushed so hard, and now like you're starting to see people who are very pro-electric car now starting to pump the brakes just a little bit. Like they don't want to publicly say, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Those... Are they are they pumping it like a Prius <laughs> so they can get more energy out of it? Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah, but it's it's interesting. I don't know. A whole electric car. It's even like electric cars and racing. Like I I love the torque. I love the speeds. I still want the engine. Sound, I hate the though. sound. What's that? I hate the sound. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the speed and the torque, like I appreciate the sound. It's horrible. It's just mm-hmm. like whoosh. I don't know. 
I don't know. So that's all I have. Well, that's if you're lucky. Normally, it's more like. <laughs> oh no, I'm not doing that one twice. Yeah, that's, I mean, that like, was like nails says, on it, a chalkboard. <laughs> it it has its place. Yeah. Uh, the electrodes, tons of fun, awesome. Those the are crazy parts. Amazing. Yes. Well, but yeah. Well, and I I think honestly, I mean, you got me hooked on Ryobi. Uh, we got a garage full of Ryobi stuff and all the battery stuff. Like, I don't know why anybody would buy a yeah, who would buy a lawnmower or a or a gas powered like weed eater anymore? Like, I don't know who would get a battery powered one. Like, I I don't. No, I love it, but it sucks because an extra battery is two hundred fifty dollars. And the thing is, is when you're halfway through your lawn, you want to be able to switch it out. You don't want to sit for two hours and wait for it to charge. But there's nothing better than just walking up hitting the lever and just going. I don't have to worry about heating it up, priming it, running out of fuel, letting the fuel go bad, maintaining it. Like, it's just go. But the thing is, back on the electric stuff, is that whole maintenance bit, right? I'm self-reliant on all my stuff. Yep. If something breaks on that lawnmower, I'm going to throw the thing in the trash because I'm not going to know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny because I, I look at, like, you know, the the old, like, two-stroke weed eaters i've had in the past it's like it was almost as much work getting those to run as it was to actually weed whack the yard you know it's just one of those where it was like it was a two-stage process okay let's work on the weed eater to get it running okay now it runs now let's actually go out and 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 weed eat the yard you know it's just like it was so much process and like with all your yard equipment i think it's great just go and get like you said just grab a lever and go it's just it's instant on there no problems like that's why i accidentally converted it was literally late one summer night, and I went to mow the lawn, and the thing had flooded, and it was 20 minutes after working on the lawnmower and sitting there pushing the wood. And I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I jumped in the car, went to Home Depot, spent way too much money, plugged in the battery, and went. And I was like, oh, yeah, this other thing's going to scrap. Yeah. Well, you've converted me. I just went and bought us a battery-powered chainsaw the other day. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which I'm very curious to actually see how that works. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you will see very, very soon. But we've got a battery battery chainsaw. But um, yes. <laughs> so I'm just looking down this list of stuff. All right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about X Games here. This has been one. It's been on our list for like a couple of weeks. Uh, so X Games happened this summer, and I honestly have to sit back and I had to think about this for a couple of weeks. So Britt and I were in the hotel room in New York, and it popped on, and it was both of us like, "Oh, we forgot X Games is going on," like. And it used to be like when we were growing up, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Britt. But when we were growing up, it was literally when X Games came on, it was like it was a week long affair and it was literally like, okay, this is must see TV. What's going to happen? You know, obviously everybody remembers Tony Hawk and the 900, but I mean, I remember the wars with Deegan and Pastrana, you know, backflips, 360s, things like that. Like literally, it was must see TV. You didn't, they ran the stuff primetime live. Every TV set, every sports bar in America had it tuned on, tuned in because you wanted to see what craziness was going to happen. And, like, it's just crazy to me that here you and I are who were in the know, and we completely forgot X Games was even happening until we're flipping through the channel, and it's on, and we're like, oh. And then it was, I think it, what were they racing? Was it, like, 110 freestyle or something well, weir- weird? Yeah, it's just it's not what it used to be i mean that's that's a very general statement and easy to agree but i'm not discrediting the talent 
Oh, no, not at all. I'm just crediting the fact. So they had a, a KLX 110 backyard race, and it was literally somebody's backyard, but they're wearing T-shirts and shorts. and It looks just like a backyard hangout. Like, I'm pretty sure I had days exactly like that with me and all my buddies on a mini track. And to get a gold medal in that, okay, cool. But you're almost discrediting, you know, the weight of what an X Games gold medal was a decade ago versus what it kind of the casualness of it now. It'd be like showing up to the PGA and wearing goofy shorts and tall socks and, okay, waste management open versus the PGA. Yeah. It kind of had that vibe. And I I agree because it's like, you, you know, we just had Paul Thacker on the show earlier. And Paul... Literally, it was a lifelong dream of his to get one X Games gold medal. I literally looked through Paul's X Games accomplishments. He's, he competed for like 16 or 17 medals in his career. You know, ninths, fifths, four, six, sevenths. You know, he, he got one medal, and it was silver medal. And, uh, and it was one of the last X Games he competed in before they got rid of snow. But, like, that means so much because it was a lifelong co- quest for Paul, who's one of the greatest snowmobilers of all life, time. Life risking. Not saying that they don't do that now, because a lot of it there is still like life or death. You know that they put themselves in situations on extreme sports and the amount of practice versus a hobby. I guess I, I really do. Need to say that. Yeah, and I agree with you. I feel like the weight of an X Games medal isn't what it used to be, and for certain disciplines, it is. Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, uh, a big air gold or a skateboard vert or a BMX vert or even an FMX, you know, with the full bikes, best tricks, something like that. Like those, trust me, those still carry weight. But I feel like there's these other disciplines that are, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like they should just be exhibitions and not necessarily meddling events, if that makes sense. Like, all right, cool. You want to have a bunch of celebrities on, on pit bikes? Okay. I mean, Pastrana does those. You got like the Pastrana Pit Bike National or whatever he called have, it. Have an X Games live tour and an invitational and do those in the backyard. But I mean, part of X Games is also going there and immersing yourself. It's, it's an experience you really have to see. Look at Red Bull Rampage, KOA, Granted, uh, even. You can watch it on TV, but until you actually see that stuff live, you see how big the ramps are, and you hear the motor, so you see how fast they're actually going by. You really don't, you can't conceptualize how extreme a lot of this stuff actually is. It just doesn't translate well on TV. And it's still awesome to watch. But it's not the same experience. So when you take out the, the crowd aspect of it, it's kind of ruined. Yeah. And I think I, I agree. You know, it's like it, I say that about Supercross all the time. I'm like, Supercross is actually really good for TV. It's a made-for-TV sport. Like, Supercross is awesome to watch on television. But if you've ever actually been to a Supercross race, stood there, and saw the distance and the height of these triples and things like that, like, it just absolutely blows your mind. And I'm like, as good as – as good as Supercross is to watch on a Saturday night on television, it's so much better to watch in person because you really get a you get to see the lengths and the distance and how talented these guys are because they make it look so easy on TV and then it puts it into perspective when you're there in person and go, "Wow. Yeah, we knew these guys were good. We didn't realize they were that good." Like I look at those Supercross tracks and I'm not a really good motocross rider, but I'm okay. But there's stuff I would – I mean, some of the stuff I'd be I, I lucky to get around the track. Yeah, I'd be lucky to even get around the track. You know, it's just crazy. No, it is. Well, look at uh, – what were we talking about? Monster Jam. Like, 
Monster Jam's without a crowd. The feedback on the crowd, they work off of that. So it's the same thing. I feel like in extreme sports is you're going to push yourself a little bit more, too, with a crowd versus camera room in empty stadium. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, I guess that kind of leads to this whole events thing, too. You know, it's like, I just laugh because I'm looking at what you and I have coming up, and this kind of ties in with what the hell happened to our summer. Um, but I'm like, I, I'm just looking like I'm getting all these concert notifications, event notifications. Like I, it's, it's, to me, it's crazy. Two years ago, we had nothing to do event wise. And now it's like, it's like double time. I feel like there's more events and more concerts now than there, than there was pre pandemic. Like, I feel like, I don't know, Britt, I, it's I've just never seen this many things so packed together. It's crazy. Where our sport is expanding, which is an awesome thing. We're getting a lot of crossovers. Uh, but events are going longer and longer. I mean, even Hamlet is now, what, nine Sunday events? Or it used to be a weekend. A lot of these rallies, a lot of these races, they just have to expand to grow them. I forget. I'm looking at all these event lists we have, and then somehow you got to mix the holidays into that too. <laughs> yeah, it's we got so much stuff coming up. It's wild. I I laugh too. It's like where where did our summer go? I'm like in my mind, it seems like you and I and Brian had snowboarding in April was just like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like that was months ago at this point. I'm like what happened since then? And I'm like oh like rally on the rocks. That seemed like we were hanging out with with Billy and Kristen and Pete and, uh, you know, and, and the guys from High Lifter. And like, I'm like, that just seemed like it was not too long ago. And I'm like, wow, Havasu, when we were up there, that was two months ago. I'm like, that does not seem like two months ago. I, I forget. I have to look at our schedule. when I, I People are like, what have you been up to? I honestly have to get on my phone and look at my schedule and try and figure it out. But we talked about that. When people go, what are you doing this or that? It's like I, have, I live a week at a time as far as my itinerary goes. I'm like, ask me what I'm doing three, four weeks from now. I don't know because it could change. So somebody else will talk about something. I go off of events because I'm like, well, it might be two weeks from now, but that's three, four events from now. So (laughs) for us, I feel like our our timetable is a little bit different. Yeah, I'm I'm literally looking at our calendar, and I had somebody ask me, oh, this and that. Well, what do you think about this? And I'm like, well, I was like, Brittany and I might be able to do something with you in January. They're like, no, like, really? I'm like, no, seriously, maybe January? And they're like, you're not joking. I'm like, nope, not joking. <laughs> uh, it's it's Christmas, crazy. Christmas, anybody open Christmas? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, we got two weeks off between Christmas and New Year's, and then the following week is a Parker 400. So literally, it's we'll probably spend New Year's pre-running for the Parker 400. So <laughs> just like this is wild. Like, I don't know. I I just it's it's a good thing though. I guess at least the industry's healthy enough because, you know, there was concerns here a year and a half ago if things would ever rebound, and boy, were we all wrong. Things have rebounded in a big way. Yeah, including Yeah. All right. Well, I think we are officially ready to go to a break and then come back and wrap the show up after this so uh, we will be back right after this right here on the gentle tire jim beaver show with Brittany cardone 
General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Wrapping up today's show, big thanks to our good friend Paul Thacker, who uh, sounds like you and I may have an Alaska trip in our future, Britt. I'm all right with that. You're going to check that state off your list. I, I'm actually really looking forward to that. We just need to make sure and visit Paul during the summer because winter, uh, not so much on board for Alaska for that. So just so I don't know. After after he said his wife likes the whole dark, rainy feel, and I feel like her and I are, are kind of hair sisters, I'm like, maybe I might actually like that. Oh, we can we can do that. I'm sure there's some fun to be had in Anchorage in, in December. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll try both. How about one trip in summer, one trip in winter? We'll see what we like. That actually would be a hell of a lot of fun. So, and I know Anchorage's got a bunch of ski resorts. So I'm sure we could carve out a day and go uh, go snowboarding or something. And that would just be kind of cool to say we snowboarded in Alaska. I think so. Um, yeah, maybe a bucket list thing. But yeah, big shout out to our sponsors: Gentle Tire, Vision Wheel. Uh, Gibson Exhaust, uh, iRacing, Dirtfish, uh, GSP XTV Axles, Rigid Industries. Uh, big thanks to everybody who continues to support us, our friends at Kawasaki. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Have a safe week and have a solid weekend. That's a wrap for this edition of the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow Jim Beaver 15, B Cardone 15, and Jim Beaver Show on social media. We're also on the web. Hit us up at jimbeaver15.com for all the latest. We'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.